This podcast is brought to you in part by Collab Media, content created with Christ in mind. To publish your content with Collab Media, visit media.collab.life. Now sit back and enjoy your podcast. You're listening to A Walk in the Word, a weekly devotional podcast designed to help you get through the week. I'm your host, Lawrence Walker. You can follow me on social media at lbwalker33. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast at Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud. For more information about A Walk in the Word, please visit awalkintheword.show. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Today's podcast is entitled The Badge of a Christian. It's coming from 1 Peter 4 and 16. And it reads, Yet if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify in this manner. The Badge of a Christian One of the most visible and recognizable symbols known all around the world is a police badge. Whether male or female, black or white, Puerto Rican or Haitian, many police officers are often identifiable because of their uniforms, squad cars, or most prevalently, their badges. Each officer can proudly say that they've all successfully completed the rigorous training of the police academy and thus have earned their badges. Wearing a badge comes with certain responsibilities, privileges, and duties. The badge wearer must conduct him or herself in an upright manner by following upholding laws. The badge of an officer is often considered a sign of authority, sacrifice, and service. Officers wear their badges to identify who they are and whom they work for. In like manner, we as Christians have a badge that comes with great responsibility. Like that of the officer, the badge of a Christian gives us an authority and requires sacrifice and service. Our badge identifies who we are and whom we work for. I stand today to inform some and remind others that because we are Christians or followers of Christ, suffering for Christ's sake is a badge of honor. In this first letter to the believers in Asia Minor, the Apostle Peter writes to address the persecution that believers faced simply because they were followers of Christ. In this communication, Peter offers the exiled Christians encouragement and instructions on how to react when persecuted for Christ. In chapters 1 through 4, Peter offered a blessing, reminded his audience to live holy lives, explained marital responsibilities, and expounded on how to respond to suffering for righteousness. Peter reminds his readers of Christ's suffering, which led to and included his dying on the cross. He urges his audience to subdue their passions and live the rest of their lives seeking the will of God. Peter then reminds the believers not to be surprised when they suffer because it's normal for followers of Christ. Although anyone is susceptible to suffering, in verse 16, Peter explains that Christians should not be ashamed when suffering for the faith. Peter then urges believers to honor God even in their suffering. In other words, he reminds the believers at Asia Minor that because they are among the elect, suffering is a privilege and not a punishment to be ashamed of. Even today... Christians are still suffering for our faith. We live in a time where society's secular worldview attempts to override God's word as written in the Bible. 
When we as Christians affirm that marriage is between one man and one woman, society attempts to persecute us for our faith. Because we live in a Judges 17.6 world where everyone does what's right in their own eyes. When we call sin a sin, we as Christians often suffer. If we're being honest, we have suffered for Christ amongst our friends, in our workplace, our fraternities and sororities, in our homes and quite possibly even the church. We've all had experiences where we've done the right things and said the right words and gave of ourselves, but only to have our name maligned, only to be lied on or talked about and mistreated. We've all had to suffer for Christ's sake. The question is, while suffering, did you honor God? While suffering, were you able to maintain the posture of prayer and a come-what-may attitude? It's important to note that the suffering Peter wrote about in the text was not concerning Christian suffering because of poor choices that they made, but suffering for the cause of Christ. When Jesus died on the cross, slept in a borrowed tomb, and rose on the third day, he deputized us in faith so that through our suffering one day, we can live eternally with the Father in heaven. Oh yes, the badge of a Christian is suffering for Christ's sake. If you recall, after the resurrection, when Jesus appeared to the disciples and showed them the holes in his hand and in his side, he unashamedly showed them his badge. Because suffering is the badge of a Christian, we must not be ashamed. We must not fear the ridicule or rejection from the world. We must continue to live holy, to treat others fairly, and to love unconditionally and serve willingly. We must endure suffering for the cause of Christ until he returns. One songwriter summed it up like this. They wrote, I've learned how to live holy. I've learned how to live right. I've learned how to suffer. For if I suffer, I'll gain eternal life. So when you're going through tough times in life, just keep the faith. Always remember God's promises. And remember that suffering is the badge of a Christian. Thanks for listening to A Walk in the Word. To listen to more episodes, go to awalkintheword.show. Until next week, keep walking in the word. This podcast was brought to you by Collab Media. To hear more amazing episodes, subscribe in your favorite app today. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.